Hey guys, welcome back to the Sports Knowledge Podcast. I'm your host, Nicholas. And today we have a great episode for you, for you guys today. I'm going to be going over NFL offseason and MLB offseason as well. Who signed where for MLB football and who got traded from baseball to football. So let's get into this episode. Hope, hope everyone had an amazing week you're enjoying your weekend, whatever you're listening to this, if it's the weekend, whatever, and yeah, today we're gonna, I'm gonna first I'm gonna go over NFL offseason, it's just been crazy, it's just been a crazy offseason so far, so let's get into it, so first team I'm gonna go over is the Buffalo Bills, Buffalo Bills were a surprise team. Who would have thought Von Miller would have signed with the Buffalo Bills? I thought he was either going to go back to uh, Rams or going, staying with Rams or going back to Denver. I really thought that, but damn, Buffalo, Buffalo signed to a six-year contract, $120 million guaranteed. My bad. He signed a six-year contract, $120 million Fifty-one million dollars guaranteed. That is a lot of money for six years. He's gonna be thirty-eight at the end of his contract. That's gonna be crazy. Buffalo Super Bowl contenders after this? Who knows? Defense is gonna be stacked for them, and also for offense, they got O.J. Howard to a one-year deal. It was a good signing. Another weapon for Josh Allen to throw to. Tight ends are going to be scary over there with Dawson Knox having a good season and then OJ Howard hopefully having a good season over there as well. They also re signed some of their guys. They also re signed Isaiah McKenzie on a two year deal for $8 million. They also uh, re signed Jay Cumro, that was a wide receiver, to a one year deal. They also got some depth players like Shaq Lawson. Signed a two-year contract with uh, Buffalo. They also got a center, Mitch Morris, who signed a two-year deal. $19 million extension. He re-signed. Uh, yeah, those are some key players that they got uh, for Buffalo. On to Miami, who just went crazy in offseason. They, te- they got Teddy Bridgewater to back up Tua over there. He signed a one-year deal. They also got... Two running backs, Chase Edmonds agreed to a two-year deal. Raheem Mozart signed to a one-year deal. They have a lot of running backs on that roster. Some of them may be gone, some of them may be cut. Who knows what they're going to do. They also got a fullback, Alec Ingold, who signed a two-year deal up to $7.5 million. They also re-signed Preston Williams, their wide receiver, who didn't get much playing time for them over there. They also signed Cedric Wilson. That was a big signing for them, who signed a three-year deal, $22 million. I think he's going to thrive over there in Miami with uh, their new head coach, being an offensive guru. Hopefully, too, has a good season over there with these weapons he has. Maybe they trade. Maybe they draft another wide receiver, a true number one. Who knows? They also franchise tag Mike Kosecki, who's just a stud over there really good over there and they also got an offensive line lineman from Dallas Connor Williams who signed a two-year contract over there 
that's pretty good. I think that's a good signing for them. Their offensive line was just banged up. I mean, they got a a really good uh, player in Connor Williams. He's very good. He played very good over in Dallas last season. He was just very good. He signed a two-year deal for $4 million. And the biggest re-signing that they did was Emmanuel Ogba, who signed a four-year deal, $65.4 million. That is a lot of money. He's a good player, but is he worth $65.4 million? Maybe. Maybe he could have just... Maybe. I mean, he played good last year, but is he worth $65 million for four years? To be honest, no. I'd rather have given that money to someone else. Like, I mean, look, Von Miller is still very good, but, I mean, they Buffalo gave him a monster contract. I mean, they could have spent that on more offensive weapons and offensive line for uh, for Miami. I mean, he's good. I, I'm glad that they re-signed him, but $65 million is a lot of money for him. So hopefully he's worth that much money. So let's see. For next season, New England Patriots, who were quiet this offseason, they didn't really do much. They re-signed some of their guys, like Brian Hoyer, for two years. James White resigned for another. James White resigned for another two years. Uh, they also resigned one of their offensive linemen, center guard uh, James Ferdinand. I think I'm pronouncing his name wrong, but. He's just a uh, backup. I don't think he really started last year. They also signed Juan Bentley. Juwan Bentley for a two-year deal. Not that big of a signing. Two years, $9 million. Uh, Mac, uh, They did a trade. They traded linebackers with Cleveland Browns. So they got Mac Wilson and Browns got uh, Chase Winovich. Not that big of a, a deal. Okay. Uh, they got they signed Terrence Mitchell. Pretty good signing after losing uh, 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 JC to uh, Chargers. They re-signed Devin McCourty to a nine million deer, nine million dollars for one year, and then they re-signed Nick Folk, and then re-signed their uh, Matthew Slater. They were quiet this offseason. I really thought they were going to go for a wide receiver. For uh, Mac Jones to give him a true number one, I really thought they were either going to go after Allen Robinson. Uh, they could still go after Odell. He's still a free agent, so who knows? I don't know how much. I don't know what their cap hit is. I don't know if they're below or have a lot. I really don't know. I have to look at that. So maybe that's why they're not signing. A lot of these guys just want to resign. The New York Jets went crazy this offseason, re-signing a lot of their, re-signing some guys, including Braxton Berrios, re-signed, which is a good deal. They got him for two years, $12 million contract. That is a good deal. He played unbelievable last year. Last year was his best season. Hopefully, he could be better next season, even more. That was a really good re-signing by them. They re-signed Tevin Coleman for one year back up to Michael Carter and they also re-signed Joe Flacco for another one year which is a good re-signing back up Zach Wilson and I think Joe Flacco could teach Zach Wilson how to be better 
They got two tight ends for Zach Wilson, which I am very happy for. They got Tyler Conklin, who signed a three-year deal, I'm pretty sure, and CJ Uzama, who signed a three-year deal, three deal, $24 million. That is a very good signing. Both are starters, and that's what the Jets need. They needed a number one tight end, and that's what they got from either CJ Uzama starting or Tyler Conklin starting. I, who knows who's going to start for tight end next season for the Jets, but I'm very happy with those two signings. Those are very, very good. And I'm just happy that they got a true number one tight end for Zach Wilson. And I think Jets could, Zach Wilson could, is going to, is going Zach Wilson is going to play better with these number one tight ends. And hopefully, playoff bound, that's a stretch, but hopefully we can make, hopefully we could at least see the Jets in a playoff spot when they show on playoff time. They also re-signed Connor McDermott, very good signing, they need depth for O-line. Another offensive lineman that I really like is Lincoln Tomlinson. He signed a three-year deal, three-year deal, $40 million, $27 million guaranteed. Very good signing. Offensive line is going to be set for for a while between Beckton ABT, Lincoln Tomlinson, George Fant. So that offensive line is going to be very good. Another re-signing that they did, I like Nathan Shepard. He's a good player. He signed a one-year deal. I'm happy for that. Uh, Jacob Martin, who signed a three-year deal, $13 million. That is a very good signing. He played very good last year, since last year was his actual first start in the NFL. No, not, not in the NFL, but he started his first season last year. And he played okay. He played good. He could be a, a good player for them, a good sign-up, a good sign by the Jets. Jets have been making very good sign, signings, and I love that. It's very good for the team. So the Jets are going to, I think Jets are going to be underdogs next season. I really think so. Another good signing that they made is DJ Reed. They need more cornerbacks and that's what they got in DJ Reed. They got him for three, three years, $33 million. That's the right contract for him. He's very good. He's a very good cornerback and that cornerback room is going to be unbelievable between Bryce Hall, DJ Reed, the other Michael Carter, uh, Eccles. So I think they get another cornerback cornerback room is set i mean i think they're gonna be good at cornerback if they get a cornerback in this draft either in the first round or the second round i hope so let's see another good signing that they did is safety jordan whitehead i i thought he was gonna stay after tom brady unretired from the nfl so i'm really so a safety for them is a must and that's what they got in Jordan Whitehead. They got him for two years, 40, $14 million. That is very good. Safeties is what they need after losing Marcus made to the Saints. So maybe now that they got a true offensive lineman, a true offensive lineman, that they signed an offensive lineman and signed a safety, I wouldn't be surprised if they draft another safety to pair up with Jordan Whitehead. I'm really going towards more... Um, Hill, uh, Kyle, Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame. I really think the Jets are going to draft him with the, hopefully not with that fourth pick, but probably with the, with that tenth pick. But if one of the defensive edge, either Hutchinson or uh, Thibodeau, is still there, I really hope they go after one of the two. They need an edge, and those two guys will be amazing for the Jets. And. Another guy that they re-signed is LaMarcus Joyner, 
who was playing good for them before he got hurt. He signed a one-year deal. Uh, he could go either way. He could either start or be back up. Either or. I could see happening for Lamarcus Joyner. He could... It's a good signing by them. I mean, Lamarcus Joyner played good for them when he, before he didn't... Before he was hurt. Baltimore Ravens. Ravens signed three guys. Ex-Jet, Morgan Moses... A three-year deal, $15 million. He's going to be guarding Lamar Jackson. It's a good signing. I really hope they got him a... I really thought they were going to go after a wide receiver because that's what they need. Baltimore for offense. I mean, Morgan Moses is a good signing. They needed an offensive lineman. And that's what they got him, Morgan Moses. But a, another wide receiver for Lamar Jackson would have made Baltimore better. I think maybe they will draft a wide receiver, but they had a lot of injuries last year, so... We'll see what happens this year with Baltimore. Maybe hopefully uh, someone plays better, someone steps up. Uh, their rookie wide receiver uh, Bateman. Hopefully he plays better next year. And yeah, they also signed uh, Michael Pierce, defensive tackle, three years, sixteen million dollars. Not too bad, not too bad. And the biggest signing that they made is safety Marcus Williams from the Saints. He signed a five-year deal, seventy million dollars. And that includes $37 million guarantee. That was a big signing. He's a very good player, but safeties nowadays don't get that much money. So I think that was a lot to give him. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. Uh, yeah, I think that was just a lot of money that they gave him. $70 million. And then $37 guaranteed. That's a lot. I mean, they could have used that money for another player they could have signed him but not for that much but they could have used that other money to sign at least two three other guys that they needed safety is what they needed but I think they overpaid him that's just my opinion but that's what I think I think they overpaid Marcus Williams that is a lot of money even though safeties nowadays don't get that much money uh another team I'm excited for Cincinnati Bengals Cincinnati Bengals actually got Joe Burrow some offensive lineman help which is very 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 good for Bengals they got Alex Kappa for four years very good signing and they also got uh, Ted Carr's the other offensive lineman for three years they got him offensive line help very good Bengals you knew what Joe Burrow needed and that's what you got him because wide receivers are set defense few key pieces here and there and fix that offensive line Bengals now are now really Super Bowl contenders last year they made the Super Bowl but I felt like it was a close Super Bowl don't get me wrong but the thing that held Bengals back was that offensive line they played good in the first half that offensive line on the Super Bowl but in the second half they just they just didn't play good they were okay but yeah, getting him offensive vinyl is very good. And they also signed Hayden Hurst to a one-year contract after losing after losing Uzama to the Jets. And he could honestly start. I really don't know who their other tight end is. I think it's Sample. I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, they also franchise tag Jesse Bates. That's a good franchise tag. They re-signed some of their guys like Michael Thomas. They re-signed the defensive back and their long snapper, Clark Harris, re-signed to a one-year deal. 
and they re-signed uh, B.J. Hill, their defensive tackle, three years, $30 million. I think they did good in offseason. They could do more. Who knows? So, yeah, they could get more defensive help. Like, I think their linebackers could use a little bit help. Defensive line. Or add another cornerback to that room. I think Cincinnati's set. On to Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns this offseason have just went crazy after yesterday trading for Deshaun Watson. They got they traded Browns exchange for Deshaun Watson consists of three first round picks, a third rounder, and a late round pick swap, a fourth for a fifth. And Watson agreed fully guaranteed five years, $230 million. He is the highest paid quarterback in NFL, which is crazy. Cleveland Browns are officially Super Bowl contenders. I'm surprised to even say that they're officially Super Bowl contenders. That offense is going to be stacked between Deshaun Watson at quarterback, Amari Cooper as wide receiver number one, uh, Chubb, Hunt as your running backs. Get Deshaun Watson. Uh, if they draft a wide receiver in this draft, Cleveland Browns are going to are Super Bowl contenders. That that offense is going to be stacked. Plus, with that defense, that is going to be amazing. And they also franchise tag David Njoku, which is very very good. And they also got Jaquim Grant for a three-year deal, thirteen million dollars. He's going to be good for them. He played good for the Bears. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good signing by them. They also, with the trade I said with uh, New England, um, they also agreed to Tavon Bryan, defensive tackle, and they also saw, they also re-signed Anthony Walker, their linebacker. So, officially, I can't believe Cleveland Browns are actually going to be Super Bowl contenders. The AFC is going to be crazy this year. With the AFC West, I can't wait to get into that division. That division, I'm going to talk so much about that division. I'm not going to talk about it now, but once we get there, I am. On to Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers got their franchise quarterback in Mitchell Trubinsky. I think that's a very good signing. I think going after Trubinsky was very good. I think the connection between Trubinsky... And Tomlinson are going to be very, very good. Everyone thought they were going to go after Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson. Look, they didn't want to pay that much money for uh, Aaron Rodgers because he's already old. They want a franchise guy. And Mitchell Trubinsky got a two-year deal. He's gonna, he's he's gonna start those two years. He's gonna, I think he's gonna have a very good season for the Steelers. And I think Steelers are going to be very good going forward. But they lost two of their wide receivers yesterday. Juju signed with the Chiefs on a one-year deal. And James Washington signed with Dallas Cowboys. Which means Chase Claypool is going to be the number one wide receiver in Pittsburgh. Maybe they go after Odell. They sign Odell. Or they draft a wide receiver. You're going to have to give Trubinsky help. You sign him to a two-year deal. You have to give him some wide receivers to throw to. That's the thing. That's I mean, look, Trubinsky on the Bears 
he played good. I don't know why they got rid of him. He played good, but head coach, their head coach was horrible in, uh, for Bears. They fired him. Trubinsky went to Buffalo. The, the quarter he started for Buffalo, I mean, look, he played, what, five minutes in Buffalo that one game, and he played very good. And he went, now he's going to a team where uh, Tomlinson, Tomlinson has been the head coach for so many years, and I think, yeah, I think that was a good signing by them. Trubinsky was a very good sign by them. They didn't give him too much. They gave him a perfect amount of money. That was very, very good for their quarterback. They also re-signed their offensive tackle at uh, Okafor. I think I'm pronouncing his last name right. They also signed James Daniels on a, James Daniels to a three-year deal, $26 million. They also signed offensive lineman Mason Cole to a three-year deal. And surprising sign, Jaguars cut Miles Jack, and he signed with the Steelers. A very good pickup by the Steelers. Miles Jack, Miles Jack is very good. They also re-signed some of their guys in uh, Arthur Millette, uh, Witherspoon, Kilbrew. Yeah, that's pretty much it for the Steelers. AFC South. Houston Texans have have been somewhat, somewhat busy in re-signing their guys. They re-signed Jeff Driscoll to a one-year deal, or Freeman to a one-year deal. They also signed uh, a, a one of, uh, signed a running back, uh, Ojabali. Yeah, I've never heard of him before. Don't know where he came from. They also re-signed Chris Conley to a one-year deal, $2 million. They also signed uh, Farron Brown, a tight end. They also got some offensive line help. They signed... Uh, Cedric Ojabia, Ojabaya to a one-year deal. Justin Britt to a... They signed Justin Britt and they signed AJ Kane to a two-year deal. They also re-signed uh, Malik Collins. They also traded for Blake Cashman from the Jets. Jets got a uh, 2023 sixth-round pick. They also re-signed Christian Kirksey to a two-year deal. Yeah, they pretty much just re-signed some of their guys. They signed Desmond King. Yeah, they just re-signed some of their guys. They didn't go all out in free agency. They're just rebuilding in the draft, it seems like. And quarterback for them looks like it's going to be... uh, Oh my god. I can't believe I forgot his name. He started last year. I forgot his name. It'll it'll come back to me. I'll, I'll... about think about it Indianapolis Colts they traded away their quarterback Carson Wentz to the commanders they're gonna need a quarterback Did they sign? no they, they're gonna need a quarterback they haven't signed one yet I don't know what they're gonna do at quarterback I think they're either a going to draft a quarterback or B trade for one or C in my opinion what I think they should do is sign Marcus Mariota as their quarterback because they're getting the quarterback Marcus Mariota is a free agent I think Marcus Mariota needs another shot in my opinion that's what I think but yeah they also they re-signed a lot of their guys in like Mo Alley Cox Matt Pryor uh 
Traquan Lewis. They also traded for Yannick Nyanyakwe for exchange for Rocky Asin, their cornerback. Uh, they re-signed Zaya Franklin. And they signed Brandon uh, Faison to one-year deal. They didn't do too much. They're getting the quarterback, unless the quarterback that they drafted last year. Sam Ellinger could start. Who knows? Yeah, who knows what uh, Colts are going to do. They're going to need some help for wide receivers. They need... That was why Carson Wentz didn't do... I'm surprised they traded him away. I thought he had thought he had a, a good year last year. He played fine. They just need to get wide receivers. Their only good wide receiver on that team is Pittman. And they have T.Y. Hilton, who's like 30-something years old. All those other guys are either old or haven't seen playing time at all. So I think that's the problem why he didn't play how everyone thought he was going to play, like his Super Bowl run that he had with with the offensive with uh, Frank Wright as their offensive coordinator in uh, for Philadelphia. <sighs> On to Jacksonville Jaguars. They spent a lot of money. They signed Bay Jones to a three-year deal, twenty-four million dollars. Why? Well, he's not even a true number one. You signed Zay Jones to help Trevor Lawrence excel with Zay Jones? Don't get me wrong, he's he's a good wide receiver, but if you're a true number one wide receiver, think about it. I mean, I don't think that was a good signing. $24 million for three years? That's a lot of money. You could have got him for a two-year contract, $12 million would have been fine. Christian Kirk, my God. They signed him to a four-year deal, $72 million, $37 million, fully guaranteed. Why? He hasn't had a 1,000-yard season. He didn't even have that good of a season last year with the Cardinals. $72 million? You could have gotten Odell for that money. Or Allen Robinson before he signed. Why would you go after Christian Kirk? You could have signed him as your number two, but not your number one. That was just stupid on Jacksonville Jaguars' part. You could have signed both of those wide receivers, but not for that much money. And they also lost DJ Chark to Detroit. I don't know what they were doing in there. I don't know why they signed him to that much money. He's a good player. He hasn't had a thousand yard season in his career. So that's kind of stupid on Jacksonville Jaguars part. But yeah, they could have signed him, but not as a number one wide receiver. Who he could, I think who knows what's gonna happen over there. Another signing that I like that Jacksonville Jaguars did is Evan Ingram. They needed a tight end, and I think Evan Ingram just needs a fresh restart somewhere. I think he's just in the new, just him being in the New York area, I think was just tough on him, and him going through a lot of head coaches in his career, he's been through, I don't know how many, I lost track, but yeah, they signed him, I think, hopefully he does good, hopefully he doesn't have butterfingers, as everyone calls it, but yeah, hopefully he plays good with Trevor Lawrence, and I hope so too, uh, 
Cam Robinson received the franchise tag. That's a good uh, good signing by them to use their franchise tag. Another big signing that they did was Brandon Scherf, Scherf signed with Jaguars. A three-year deal, $50 million, $30 million guaranteed, and $33 million in his first two years. They didn't do an offensive lineman, and that's who they signed, but that is a lot of money. They're spending money like it's nothing. Is it a good signing? Yes. Is that a lot of money? Yes. But they needed an offensive lineman, and I'm okay with it. That's not bad. A lot of money, yes, but they just needed an offensive lineman, and that's a good signing by them. They could have most likely got him for less, but that's a lot... I mean, that's a little over the top for him, but he's a good offensive lineman, and I would have given him that much money, too. They also re-signed their offensive lineman, Tyler Shatley, uh, to a two-year deal, $6 million. They signed a former Jet, Foley Fatukazi, signed a three-year deal, $30 million, $20 million, fully guaranteed. I'm going to miss him on the Jets, who is very good on the run stop. I knew, as a Jets fan, he was going to want a lot of money and the Jets were gonna go the Jets weren't going to throw that much money at him. He's a good player. I'm gonna miss him on the Jets. Him signing with Jacksonville, I think he got the money he deserved. I think that's a good signing by them. They also signed uh, a linebacker uh, Oakland Oakland to three year deal forty five million dollars twenty eight million dollars fully guaranteed. Another good signing I don't think that's a lot of money for him. I think it was perfect. Uh, they also re-signed Trey Hender, Hender Herndon. To a, uh, they just re-signed him. And another good signing that they did is Darius Williams, who I was surprised he left the Rams to go to Jacksonville, but he got a lot of a lot of money thrown at him. He got a three-year deal, thirty million dollars, eighteen million dollars, fully guaranteed. And the Rams were already over. The salary cap, so they probably weren't going to give him that much money. That's why he signed with the Jacksonville Tennessee Titans. I didn't even know that. Titans signed Austin Hooper. That's a surprise. I didn't know they signed him. Uh, that's a good signing after losing uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Quan, uh, Quan Smith to Patriots last offseason. They also signed Jeff Swamp former Dallas tight end to a one-year deal, $3 million. They also re-signed their center, Ben Jones. They also signed Jamarco Jones to a multi-year deal. And uh, re-signing, they re-signed Harold Landry to a five-year deal, $87.5 million with $52.5 million guaranteed. That's a lot of money. He's a good player, but $87 million for five years. And 52 guaranteed is quite is a lot of money, but did he deserve it? Yes. Did he deserve that money? Yes. But is that a lot of money for me? In my opinion, I think they could have gotten for him for less, more. But I think that's a good signing, a re-signing by Tennessee. And yeah, they also signed Buster Screen, who I didn't know they signed, and they also signed Morgan Cox to a one-year deal. My favorite division is going to be the AFC West. I'm excited to get into this. Denver, 
just went crazy this offseason. They traded for Russell Wilson. They knew, they knew that Aaron Rodgers were off the board. So we're like, who's our second option? Is Seattle going into a rebuild? Who knows what Seattle's going to do? But Seattle traded away the star quarterback, Russell Wilson. And Denver gave up a lot. Denver gave up a fourth-round pick, two first-round picks, two seconds, and a fifth. Quarterback Drew Locke tied a Noah Fant and defensive tackle. Shelby Harris went into the trade package for Russell Wilson. That is a lot. Those picks alone is a lot. A fourth, two first, two seconds, and a fifth. So Denver's going to have a field day with those picks. They needed those picks because they traded a lot of picks to get Jamal Jamal Adams uh, two years ago, I think it was. They didn't have a first-round pick. Now they do. They have the ninth overall pick. I think... Uh, In my opinion, I think Seattle won that trade after getting those picks, those players. Drew Locke, I think, could have a turnaround. Who knows? I think he can. His uh, teammate Noah Fant and Shelby Harris are going in the trade. So I think Drew Locke is going to have a decent year. I would... Look, I think this is a make-or-break year. He has... Two very good wide receivers and uh, uh, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. I think those are two good wide receivers for him because when Drew Locke was there, his wide receivers were always hurt. And let's see what happens with Drew Locke. Noah Fant, good pickup. Good, I think uh, he's going to do very good for Seattle. They needed a tight end. Noah Fant, they got him in the trade. And Shelby Harris is going to be an amazing add-on to the defense. That defense was horrible last year. It might be horrible this year. Who knows what they're going to do for defense Seattle. But I think that was uh, a win for uh, Seattle. Uh, They also re-signed offensive tackle Calvin Anderspoon to a one-year deal. They also signed Randy Gregory. Five-year deal, $70 million, $28 million guaranteed. Very good signing. That defense is going to be amazing. Randy Randy Gregory did a switcher. Which Aru, he was going to resign with Dallas, but then he probably got he got this money thrown at him. It was like, why not? I'm going to sign with Denver, and which he did. That's a good piece for Denver Broncos. I think Denver Broncos are going to be Super Bowl. Con- I think literally anybody in the AFC's AFC are going to be Super Bowl contenders after what's going on in this offseason. A very good signing by uh, Denver. They also signed DJ Jones to a three-year deal, $30 million, another good signing. They also re-signed one of their key guys, Deshaun Williams, to a one-year deal. They also signed uh, uh, Josie uh, Jewell to a two-year deal. They also received the, they also re-signed Malik Reed, and they signed Alex Singleton to a one-year deal. Kansas City Chiefs are on the tear this year. They got Juju to a one-year deal. That offense is going to be stacked between Patrick Mahomes at your as quarterback, Kelsey tight end, your two wide receivers, and being Tyreek Hill and Juju. Very good signings by them. Uh, they lost Pringle, which 
is not an effect after signing Juju. Hopefully, Juju can stay healthy, and I think he's going to do good. He just, he stays in the ring. I think we all know why he signed with the Chiefs. He wants a Super Bowl ring. Everyone does, and that's why he signed. Um, they also uh, franchise tag Orlando Brown. Great. That's a key guy for your offensive line. Uh, Frank Clark signed a two-year deal, $29 million. Good deal by the good deal by the Chiefs. And a surprising uh, signing that they did, they signed Justin Reed. Which my guess is that Tyron Matthew is out of Kansas City. And I'm surprised no one signed him yet. I'm really surprised he hasn't signed anywhere. I wonder where he's going to go this offseason. Maybe a team like... I don't know, the New York Jets, maybe, I'm stretching it, but who knows, he, I don't know where he's going to go, to be honest, no teams have, I haven't seen anything of him signing, him going to a team to talk about it, so who knows where Tyron Matthews is going to go, but yeah, they signed Justin Reed to a three-year deal, $31.5 million, and that includes $20 million guaranteed, good signing by the Chiefs. They may they could re-sign Tyron Matthew. Your two state, your two defensive backs, Justin Reed and Tyron Matthew, could be a good defense right there. And the Las Vegas Raiders. My God, this the AFC West is going to be the best conference in NFL, probably NFL history. They signed Amir Abdullah. They also uh, signed. Brandon Bolin. They also signed uh, fullback uh, Jacob Johnson. And the best signing they did is Devontae Adams was traded to the Las Vegas Raiders in exchange for a 2022 first round pick and a 2022 second round pick. They gave him up for literally nothing. They got two picks for Devontae Adams, who was top five this year in touchdowns and yards I don't know what Packers are doing over there I don't know if they're gonna go after Odell I would assume they would go after Odell after them losing Devontae Adams who is Rodgers gonna going to throw to Cobb is that connection gonna happen again it happened before is it gonna happen again but they also signed them to 141 141 million dollar contract for five years He's going to be the highest paid NFL player in NFL history, which is going to be amazing. Raiders, Derek Carr and Devontae Adams are going to reunite again. That connection is hopefully going to be good. Honestly, it will be good. I have no doubt that the Raiders are going to make the playoffs. I really think everybody in this division will make the playoffs. I I I really want all these teams to make it to the playoffs this offseason. They also uh, extended Max Crosby to a four-year deal, $98 million. Very good re-signing. He was their best defense. He was their best defensive guy last year. For them, I can't complain about that. Another signing that they did is Chandler Jones signed with the Raiders. Freaking Raiders are going to be one of the best teams in football next year. He signed a $52 million. He signed three years, $52 million, $34 million guaranteed. That is amazing. 
their defense is going to be stacked. A few more key pieces, and their defense is going to be stacked. A few offensive linemen. The Raiders are going to be hopefully one of the best teams in football this year. They also signed uh, Bile Nichols to a two-year deal. They also signed Anthony Everett to a, uh, I don't know how much they, they signed him. And they also, like I said before, they traded for uh, Rocky Austin for uh, Yannick Nyakwe. On to the Los Angeles Chargers. My God, this division's going to be stacked. This division's already stacked. I really hope all these teams make it to the playoffs. They re-signed Chase Daniels to back up Justin Herbert. Great signing. They also re-signed Mike Williams to a three-year $60 million, $40 million guaranteed. They come for the right amount of money. He had a very good season this year. Very good. Can't complain about that. Oh, wide receivers are going to be stacked for them. They also uh, re-signed Christian Covington. They also... Uh, Austin Johnson's going to sign with the Chargers. He's expected to sign. They also... Uh, signed Sebastian Joseph Day to a three-year, $24 million contract, $15 million guaranteed. Very good signing. Their defense is going to be, the defense is probably going to be the best defense in football this year. They traded for Khalil Mack. They got him for a second round and a sixth round. Oh God, I can't even describe how, look, Khalil Mack is old. I wasn't expecting, I was maybe expecting a first round pick that they were going to give up. They didn't, they give up a second and a sixth. I think both teams won that trade. I think Bears are going to go into rebuild mode, it seems like. I think they're going to build around for offense. They're going to build around Justin Fields. And I think that's what they're going to do. And they just want draft picks. And I think, I would say both teams won. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. Both teams, I would say, won that trade. Another big signing that they did is J.C. Jackson signed a five-year deal. $82.5 million, $40 million guaranteed. That is a very big signing. He's worth every penny. He played very good for the, pa- for the Patriots. And I'm not mad about that signing. Very good. Their cornerback, their defense is going to be good between Khalil Mack on one side and Joey Bosa on the other. That's going to be a stack if everyone can stay healthy. Chargers, literally anybody in the AFC is going to be a Super Bowl contender. I'm sorry. I just have to leave it at that. They also uh, signed uh, uh, Josh Harris to a four-year deal, $5 million, $1 million guaranteed. And they also re-signed Dustin Hopkins, their kicker, re-signed Dallas Cowboys, who are having an interesting offseason. They re-signed Michael Gallup to a five-year deal. $57.5 million, $23 million guaranteed. He's a good player, but you're over the salary cap and you give Michael Gallup a big contract. That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know if that's... I don't know what they're doing over there. He's a good player. I mean, they gave a lot of money for him. Oh, look, I think Cowboys are going to be all right without Cooper between Gallup and CD. CD is going to be the number one receiver for Dallas. Michael Gallup is going to be the slot, and I don't know who's going to be number two. James Washington, who they signed, could be the number two. 
but I doubt it. They could draft a wide receiver in this year's draft. Wide receiver draft class is stacked, so who knows? They also franchise tagged Dalton Schultz. Good uh, tag on them. They also uh, re-signed Demarcus Lawrence for three deal, forty million dollars, thirty million dollars guaranteed. Another good signing by them. He's a very, he was probably their best defensive player for them last year. He played very good. They also signed uh, Dante Flat. Flat Sorry, they also signed Dante Fowler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they also re-signed uh, Vanderash to a one-year deal. A good signing by them. I thought he was going to leave Dallas. He's been battling with injuries. He's a good. He's a good linebacker. Don't get me wrong, but I felt like he should have just left Dallas and gone to a different team. And they also re-signed Malik Cooker to a two-year deal, eighty million dollars. Another good re-signing. And they also re-signed their long snapper J.P. Quaid. <coughs> a one-year deal on to the New York Giants I have no idea what they're gonna do a quarterback because they signed Tyrod Taylor to a two-year deal 11 million dollars is he gonna start for the Giants who knows I don't know what they're gonna do very confusing for the Giants I don't know what they're gonna do for quarterback is Daniel Jones I think Daniel Jones is going to start, and I think if he plays back, Tyrod Taylor will go in. I think if Daniel Jones, let me rephrase what I'm going to say. I think if Daniel Jones has a good seed, I don't know what they're going to do. I honestly can't even describe what the Giants are going to do for quarterback. If If Daniel Jones is playing good, but they have a terrible record, I don't, I can't even describe what they're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do exactly for quarterback, but I can't even describe what they're going to do. And yeah, for tight end, looks like Ricky Seals Jones is going to be the tight end two. I almost said tight end one because I forgot they have Kyle Rudolph. He will most likely be tight end number, tight end number one. They also signed offensive lineman John. Uh, Flesciano, and they also signed Mark Lundowski to a three-year deal, $20 million. Look, they need offensive line help. Well, I think wide receivers are stacked for them. I think for both Saquon and Daniel Jones, this is going to be a make-or-break season. Because if they both play bad, I think they're done in New York, to be honest. I think I think this offseason, I think before week one starts, I think they're going to look into talks to trade away Saquon to get some picks for him because he had one good season that was his rookie year and he's been hurt the rest of his career. I think that offensive line is what is making Saquon hurt every single season. And yeah, on to the Eagles. Eagles resigned Boston Scott for a one-year deal. They also signed Greg Ward to a one-year deal. They also got back their star center in Jason Kelsey for a one-year deal, $14 million. They also re-got Fletcher Cox to a one-year deal, $14 million. And a big signing that they did, Hassan Reddick signed a three-year deal, 
$45 million, which includes $30 million fully guaranteed. A perfect signing. They need defensive help. Hassan Reddick. They need linebackers. They got Hassan Reddick. That's a good signing. I'm not mad about that. I think their defense is going to be top. Is going to be top 10, I would say. My opinion. The defense played good last year. Hopefully they played good this year. And hopefully Eagles could make the playoffs again. I think they can. If uh, Hurts plays, plays good like he did last year. And hopefully... Yeah, I think they're going to do, I think they have a good season. I think they could be, honestly, I think they could be, who knows, in that division between the Eagles, Giants, and Cowboys, and, and uh, Commanders. Who knows what's going to happen in that division. Literally, that's up to uh, anyone could win that division, to be honest. They also resigned Anthony Harris to a one-year deal. And they signed Andre Charchi to a one-year deal, defensive back. Washington has been busy this offseason for trading for trading for their star quarterback in Carson Wentz. They gave up uh, along with the they gave up they got Carson Wentz in a seventh round pick for exchange of the 2022 third round, 23 third round, and the the third round could turn into a second round depending on how how long how many snaps Wentz plays. They also re-signed J.D. McKissick. He was going to go to the Bills, but then he went back to Washington. Not surprised. A lot of guys do that. They also re-signed Cam Sims, their wide receiver. He's okay. Depth. They also signed uh, Andrew Norwell. I didn't know that. Uh, very good signing. He's a very good offensive lineman. They also signed uh, Tyler. They also re-signed Tyler Lawson. Larson. And they also re-signed Bobby McCain to a two-year deal, $11 million. I think Washington, I think Washington should play better. They just had a lot of injuries last year between losing Fitzpatrick as their star quarterback. And then going through like two, three different quarterbacks. And then what's his name not being healthy, um, uh, Samuel. I think Carson wants to have a very good season for Washington between his wide receivers being... Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel, and then you're running back in uh, Gibson. I really think Washington, I think Washington's going to be the best team in that division. I think Carson wants to play better having two, literally, having two wide receivers instead of having one when he was on the Colts. Literally, all I saw was Pittman on the field, who he threw to. I have no idea who else he threw to on the Colts. Onto the North, NFC North. Chicago Bears have also been quiet. They signed Brian Pringle to a one-year deal, four million dollars. They also signed uh, Equanimous St. Brown to a one-year deal. They also signed offensive lineman Lucas Patrick to a two-year deal, eight million dollars, four guaranteed. They also re-signed Justin Jones, two years, twelve million. They also signed uh, Nicholas Morrow, linebacker, one year. And they re-signed Patrick Scales to a one-year deal, $1 million. The Bears have been quiet. I think, to be honest, they're releasing a lot of their old guys. I think they're going into a rebuild. The only thing I could see happening is that they're going into a rebuild. Uh, Detroit? I think Detroit is doing 
okay in free agency. They re-signed quarterback Blau and Tim Boyle to back up Jared Goff. They also got Jared Goff, who looks like his number one wide receiver in Detroit, DJ Charles, signed a one-year deal, $10 million. They also re-signed uh, uh, um, Raymond to a two-year deal and Josh Reynolds to a two-year deal. Josh Reynolds played pretty good for them. They also signed Garrett Griffin, who did sign with Detroit for next season. They also re-signed offensive lineman Evan Brown to a one-year deal. They also re-signed Charles Harrison to a two-year deal, $14 million. They also uh, re-signed Alex Anzalone to a one-year deal. Good, good re-signing by them. They need some of their guys back. They also re-signed Tracy Walker to a three-year deal, $25 million. And they re-signed CJ Moore to a one-year deal, $2.4 million. On to the Green Bay Packers, who have been... I would say quiet. They extended some of their guys, and that's pretty much it. They extended Aaron Rodgers, who is going to get $150 million for three years, $101 million fully guaranteed. Look, Aaron Rodgers is going to retire sooner or later. They got him for three years. I think after those three years, he's done in Green Bay. I think he's retired. They also uh, tendered. Uh, Alan Lazard. They also re-signed Devondre Campbell to a five-year deal, $50 million. It's a good re-signing by them. He's a good player. I like him. And they also extended Preston Smith to a four-year deal, $52 million. Uh, uh, he, uh, yeah, to a $50 million deal. And they signed punter Pat O'Donnell. Quiet in the NFC. Uh, on to Minnesota, a team that's also been quiet, they extended Kirk Cousins to another year, $35 million, They're, they also signed uh, Harrison Phillips to a three-year deal, $19 million, $8 million guaranteed, and they also signed Jordan Hicks to a two-year deal, $10 million, $10 million, $12 million guaranteed, and they also signed punter Jordan Berry to a one-year deal. NFC's just been quiet. I'm not really impressed. On to the South. Falcons re-signed Cordell Patterson. They signed Damian Williams. They signed uh, Jake Matthews to a three-year deal, $52 million. Good. Good signing. They also got cornerback Casey Hayward and Isaiah Oliver. Hayward to a two-year deal, $11 million, and Isaiah Oliver to a one-year deal, and they also re-signed their punter, Young Waiku, to a five-year deal, $24 million. Look, NFC's just been quiet. There's nothing impressed I'm with. Panthers signed uh, Devontae Foreman to a one-year deal. They extended DJ Moore to a three-year deal of $61 million. They also signed uh, Brandon uh, Zeitler to a one-year deal. They signed Austin Corbett to a three-year deal, $29 million. They signed center Bradley Bozeman to a one-year deal. It's no one... Oh, I didn't even know the son Xavier Woods. 
and they re-signed, they signed Dante Jackson to a three-year deal. These guys are just depth players. They also got punter, Johnny Hecker, and kicker, Zane Gonzalez. Like, there's nothing special about the NFC. It's just really boring. NFC is going to be boring, to be honest. Saints signed Kentifa uh, uh, Street. Uh, they also signed Marcus May, like I said before, to a three-year deal. $28 million, $15 million guaranteed. And I heard that they were going to re-sign Jameis Winston. Don't know how much yet, but I heard that they were going to re-sign him after losing out on Sean Watson. Bucks, Tom Brady came out of retirement. That's good for Bucks. They needed a quarterback. He came out of retirement. Uh, Shaq Mason was traded to the Bucks from New England. They got a fifth-round pick for Shaq Mason, the Patriots. It's a good re-signing. That's a good trade for the Patriots after losing Kappa to the to the Bengals. They also uh, signed Russell Gage. They also extended Chris Goodwin. Three-year deal, $60 million, $40 million guaranteed. Right amount of money. He's very good. I like him. They also re-signed Bashard Powerman to a one-year deal. They re-signed Aaron Stinney to a... I don't know how much yet. They also re-signed their center, Ryan Jensen, to a three-year deal, $39 million, $23 million guaranteed. They also re-signed Carlton Davis, $45 million for three years, $30 million guaranteed. Oh, and it looks like Logan Ryan's going to sign with the Bucks. I didn't even know that. But I love the three teams. To be honest, it could just be two for the NFC to look out for Bucks. Bucks and Rams looks like are going to be the teams to look out for. Packers after losing uh, Devontae Adams, they don't look tough anymore. I mean, who if they get Odell then yeah, but if they don't get another wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers, then I would say no. They don't look threatening. I think any team could beat them. So yeah, onto the. On to the West. Cardinals are signing Colt McCoy to a two-year contract. He's going to back up Kyler Murray. They also re-signed James Conner. Three-year deal, $21 million. He will be running back number one after them losing Chase Edmonds. I think he's going to be better. I think he's going to play good. I think it's a good time re-signing by them. They also re-signed Zach Ertz to a three-year deal, $31 million, $17 million guaranteed. And they also re-signed Max Williams to a one-year deal. I think that's a lot of money for Zach Ertz, especially that he's older now. But I think that's a right amount of money for him. And they re-signed some of their depth players in Michael Dolby to a one-year deal. Dennis Gardek to a three-year deal. And they signed cornerback Jeff Gladney. And on to the Rams. They signed Allen Robinson to a three-year deal, $46 million, $30 million guaranteed. I'm not surprised he signed with the Super Bowl contender again. Uh, I think that was a very good signing by them. He is going to be, I think Rams are going to be tough with the three wide receivers next year. And I want to be surprised if they make it to the Super Bowl again. And on to San Francisco. Quiet again. They signed uh, Tredavious Ward to a three-year deal, $40 million. Good signing by them. They also signed Ray Ray McLeod to a two-year, $10 million contract. 
And yeah, they were just quiet in Seattle. They got some of the guys that they traded for in the, for the Russell Wilson draft. They also signed Will Dissey to a three-year deal, $24 million. I don't know. Seattle, again, they got most of their guys that, the, most of these guys that they got came from the Russell Wilson trade, like Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and Shelby uh, Harris. They also re-signed Will Dill, uh, Disley to a $24 million contract. I don't know why, they, they, I think that's a lot of money that they got. They also signed Austin Blythe to a one-year deal. They also, they just got some key guys. Uh, some dust guys. The only big signing that I like is the Quandre Diggs re-signing for a three-year $40 million. They got him for the right amount of money. I really think that's a good signing by them, re-signing by them, and hopefully, look, Seattle, I would think they're going into a rebuild. I don't know exactly what they're going to do after trading away Russell Wilson and then cutting Bobby Wagner. I really don't know what they're going to do because what's his name still the head coach for them? Pete Carroll. I really thought they're going to rebuild. He was huge gone. So I really don't know what Seattle's going to do. That was a lot. Well, we had a lot to talk about for NFL offseason. Pretty interesting offseason. I would say I think this is the best it's been in a couple of years. Uh, I'll get into baseball. I'll only talk about it for a few minutes. Not a lot. I'll go over the key signings and the key trades. Yeah. Uh, I'll be back in a few minutes. Yeah. Welcome back to the podcast. Now I'm going to go over MLB free agents. It's been crazy for MLB as well. Carlos Correa signed a three-year deal with the Twins for like $120 million, I believe. Corey Seager, before the lockout, he signed with the uh, with the Texans, a 10-year contract. Crazy. He needed to be... Uh, 37 at the end of his contract. That was a lot that they gave him. Chris Bryant signed with the Rockies to a seven-year deal. My God, that's that's a lot of money. He's good, but he's old. He's gonna be 37 at the end of his contract. Why are these uh, teams signing old guys for large amount of contracts? Does it make sense? Marcus Simeon signed with the Texans on a seven-year deal. He's going to be 38 at the end of his contract. Why? Why? It doesn't make any sense to me. And Freddie Freeman signed a six-year deal with the Dodgers. Dodgers get anyone for anything. Literally, And for third place, Freddie Freeman at first base for the Braves, they went out and traded for uh, Matt, o- Matt Olson. 
I felt bad for Freddie Freeman because he didn't even know that they traded for him. I felt bad. Freddie Freeman signed with the Dodgers for a $162 million deal for six years. That's a lot of money for him being 32 years old already. He's going to be 38 at the end of his... No. Three. Yeah, he's going to be 30 at the end of his contract. A lot of money. Oh, oh why these teams throw so large... He's a good player, but for his age, for that contract. Robbie Ray signed with the Mariners for a five-year contract. Pitcher from Toronto. He's 30 years old already. A lot of money. He would have to... Uh, I don't know how much money he's signed, but... Long contract. He's going to be 35 at the end of his contract. We'll see what happens. Max Scherzer, who signed with the Mets, three year deal. Mets are going to have an amazing pitching rotation between Jacob DeBrom and Scherzer. That is going to be amazing after Scherzer having an amazing year. And yeah, I think. Both of those teams, I think both of them, I think the Mets are going to have a really, really, really good year. Uh, uh, Marcus Troma, the Mets right-handed pitcher, signed with the Cubs for a three-year deal. Good signing. I uh, really thought he should just stick. If he, st- if he was stuck with the Mets, they would have had an amazing three. Uh, Sterling Marte signed with the Mets on a four-year deal. Mets, I think, are going to be very good this offseason. I mean, very good this season. Uh, not that big of a contract, only four years. Trevor Story hasn't signed anywhere. I heard rumors that he's going to go with the Yankees. And for the Yankees, I could go on and on and on of why they should not go after him. He hits home runs, but his average was horrible last season. He, that's what the Yankees problem. That's what the Yankees problem is. They go after guys who hit home runs, but that's horrible. That hit horrible. <sighs> like Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo last year had 40-something home runs, but batted 230. That is awful had the most strikeouts this year. He was, I think the problem is they need to play small ball, which they don't. Don't know why. That's just something I don't the Yankees have a problem with. Excuse me. Uh, Chris Taylor sticks with the Dodgers for four years. Javier Baez goes to Detroit on a six-year deal. Interesting. I never thought before the lockout, I thought he was going to stick with the Mets, even though he was, wasn't playing good on uh, Javier Baez. He didn't play too good on the Mets, so I don't know why the Mets got after him. The Mets weren't making the playoffs this year. And yeah, and a surprising signing. Yeah, and that was surprising by Detroit. And uh, another surprising signing that happened uh, yesterday is Nick Castellano signed with the Phillies on a five-year deal. He's old. He's going to be 35 at the end of his contract. So we'll see what Philly does. Maybe they can make the playoffs this season. Before I go on, 
I want to read you this Dodgers projected lineup after the Freddie Freeman signing. Mookie Betts, Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman, Max Muncy, Justin Turner, Will Smith, Chris Taylor, Cody Bellinger, and AJ Pollock. Who's stopping that lineup? Literally, your outfield consists of Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, and AJ Pollock. Very, very solid. Your safety is Trey Turner. You're in the whole Dodgers lineup. Who's the Dodgers are winning it? That's my prediction. Dodgers are winning. Winning it. I don't care what people say. They are winning it. I don't care. I don't care what happens. Clayton Kirkshaw resigned on a one-year deal with the Dodgers. Justin Verlander resigns with Houston on a one-year deal. Noah Syndergaard surprisingly went to the A's. I thought he was Anaheim. Can't say A's because everyone thinks it's Oakland A's. He went to the Angels. Noah Syndergaard. I thought he was going to stick with the Mets. If he stuck with the Mets, Mets would have had a pretty decent pitching rotation, of probably the best in baseball. India. Uh, some other guys that resigned with some teams. Anthony Rizzo resigned with the Yankees. Yankees at first base. I have no idea what they're going to do. Who knows? Uh, they traded away Luke Voigt yesterday for a pitcher. He's young. I don't why. I, I felt like I could have gotten more for him. I don't know. They're, they're pitching for the Yankees. is going to be horrendous. Projected lineup I heard is Garrett Cole, Jordan Montgomery, Luis Severino, uh, Cortez, and Domingo Herman. If Herman and Severino go back to the way they played, that could be a very good lineup, I would say. I wouldn't be mad about that if they play how they played before. Yeah, I mean... Some other guys, Corey Kluber signed with the Rays on a one-year deal. Uh, Kyle Schwarberger signed with the Phillies on a four-year deal. Uh, who else? I mean, yeah, this Zach Greinke went back to the Royals. Surprise. Uh, he signed on a one-year deal. Kyle Seager, has, oh, he retired. I forgot Kyle Seager retired. Yeah, that's, I think that's pretty much it. Oh, uh, Joe Kelly signed with uh, White Sox. Like, that was surprising to me. I think that's it for today's podcast. I know I didn't really fully go through MLB because it hasn't really been starting soon. April 8th is opening day. Really excited. I want to see how the Yankees play and how... Literally, I'm excited for the Dodgers after Freddie Freeman. And I'm excited on how other teams are going to play. Like the Mets and see how they play. Could be potentially good. Uh, who else? Um, I think uh, Dodgers. My prediction is going to be for MLB is going to be Dodgers and Toronto looks pretty good. I think Toronto and Dodgers. I think are going to be my two teams for. Uh, to win it. I think I think Dodgers are gonna win it all. To be honest, I think Dodgers 
are going to win it all. And yeah, that's it for today's podcast. I went, I didn't realize how long it would take me to talk about football for free agency. I talked a lot. I think it was going to take an hour. I was, so this podcast episode is going to be a long one. Uh, yeah, I would say a long one. Hopefully everyone enjoyed their Hopefully everyone enjoys this episode once once it's up. Uh, I've been making TikToks lately. We're growing on there. Uh, stay tuned. We have some more. I have more video, uh, more episodes to come our way. Uh, yeah. Uh, go to the Twitter, Sports Knowledge Podcast. Same with TikTok, Sports Knowledge. I'll be posting some videos on there. Hopefully you guys grow this podcast i really want it to grow i want it to so yeah i think that's it for today's episode uh share the other episodes with your friends family whoever would mean a lot to me yeah hopefully everyone enjoys their day and i'll see you in next week's episode hopefully bye